Hey, everybody, it's Griff here, and I have a big announcement that I want to share with listeners of Bestow Curse. We have released the second season of the Hideous Laughter podcast, which some of you may know is the podcast that started it all for us, our first podcast and foray into Pathfinder podcasting. Season two of the HLP is a second edition conversion of the Skull and Shackles adventure path. So I figured listeners here that are interested in Pathfinder 2E might be interested in our other show. If you haven't listened to the Hideous Laughter podcast, you can find it on any app that you're currently listening to Bestow Curse on. It's available wherever podcasts are sold a.k.a. free on the airwaves. We'd really love if you would go over and check it out. All of the Skull and Shackles episodes are marked with an S and S in the feed. And right now, if you're listening to this episode on release day, we have released character vignettes for all the characters that are on the show, as well as the first two episodes. We'd really love if you go check it out. And let us know what you think. Thanks. Last time on the Bestow Curse podcast, our heroes reported back to Cressida, who brought them up to speed about the troubles happening in Old Corvosa. While fighting their own diseases, the party was able to develop a cure for Blood Veil, and Zolara made her ghostly return to provide an updated Harrow reading. With all their cards on the table, will our heroes press forward toward justice? The Cursed Campaign continues now. Ooh, we're back. It's book three. We're back. We're back. Quite the episode ending. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everybody feeling harrowed to their core? Yes. There were there some are... pretty on-point predictions and some oh that gosh, were yeah. quite ominous. You guys watched me shuffle the deck. Oh, we did. We shuffle... did. That was off the cuff, baby. We were feeling the heart of the cards. Yeah. I yu gi the sickness into the present. <laughs> and the present neutral is part of greed. Part of greed. <laughs> 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 ah. Yeah, it, uh, the biggest one for me that felt like, oh yeah, hundred percent was the sickness in present good where we like attributing that to cure us curing this plague. Like what are the odds that, what are the odds of that coming up in such a good spot for that? You know, I was kind of shocked at how many, uh, like either perfectly aligned or opposite aligned cards. There were the lawful good card was perfectly aligned. Uh, the true neutral card was perfectly aligned. I think the neutral evil card was perfectly aligned. Yep. Mm. Very, very. Uncommon. And we had two that were misaligned. I think they were partially misaligned. Oh, we had the, multiple, the many that were partially misaligned. Yeah. Which ones do we have that were totally misaligned? Do I have any? thought we had one, but it looks like that's a lawful evil neutral good. So no, that's only partial. Yeah, I think we just had a bunch of partial misaligned. Yeah. Yeah. The the wild card, not actually a wild card, but like the, the big question mark in book three for me is this emperor guy. Uh, we've only 
you know, learn about him in like a little bit of an episode so far, but uh, the lost being drawn in the present uh, negative where it talks about like the, the madman uh, not uh, tying in the grandfather somehow, but not being the emperor. Very curious about all that. I think that's the, the card I'm looking most for as we go progress through book three to like understand the connections. Griffin specifically said the madman's not your grandfather, but is the one who holds him and binds him. And I went, Whoa, now. Yeah. Right. So, mm-hmm. so to me, there was a lot to unpack there because, like, okay, so we know that Vex Grandpa's in Ocorvosa. Great. Now, if Zolara is telling the truth, which there's no reason to think that she's not, and she actually can see this stuff, she's a prophet or whatever, um, we get some sort of confirmation that Vex Grandpa's alive. Good. He's been captured. Why would anybody do that? Right? Because he's just like an old man with dementia. So, this emperor dude probably has some insight into who Vex grandfather is or the significance of Vex grandfather. Um, I was also curious with that card um, about who Vex hated enemy is because I don't know who Vex hates. Well, didn't you hate that like shitty artist? The one that you like spoke like things in front of the like, yeah, the people that like, are running the old Aridin temple. Yeah, 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 that one. Yes. That's the guy. I don't know his name. I have no idea who that is. Oh, boy. But I do know y'all was, Y'all had words. Yeah, and he, <laughs> and he was very shitty. So yeah. that's, that's a good call. That's probably correct. Um, but I, I, going back to uh, something that Chris mentioned before about like this emperor of old Corvosa now, I do like that archetype for a character, like somebody that moves in and takes control when law disappears. I'm thinking like um, if you've ever played like the Arkham City games, right, where the premise of of those games is that like in the Batman universe, it there's too many crazy people. So instead of just having Arkham Asylum, they're just going to cordon off part of the city, dump the criminals in there and just say, whoever comes out on top runs this place. You can't get out. Chaos and is so, a ladder. Right. And so like all of the, all of the bad men, like the Batman bad guys become like crime bosses in this little cordon part. And like that, the emperor very much so reminded me of that. Mm-hmm. So if this is the Arkham City of this campaign, I'm very excited for it. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah, it certainly shares some ties. Here's a grandpa thought. What if the dementia is the this other evil care, evil dude binding your grandpa? What if that's like this, a supernatural way that he's been bound for a while? Hey, that's a great observation. Uh, maybe. It, it very well could be right. Imagine. Because because I actually don't know why. He uh, his his memories. Yeah, it could affected. be like a legitimate medical thing, but yes, and maybe a supernatural. So, have we talked about that mantle and weight to be passed on yet? Because I got predictions for that. Which card is that? That would be the midwife. I read your note. I think you're spot on. I'm not okay. going to steal your thunder. Yeah. Girl. So this is the future positive. Future the positive. So, unfortunately, I think it comes with some negative, which is I think Van Carlo's in trouble, and now needs to pass all of his responsibilities onto Phil onto Sylvie. Because a mantle and weight will be passed on to one of us. Who's who's coming oh. up? Who's coming up? Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't know if Sylvie's ready. Uh, I get ready. <laughs> I, I'm hoping if we do make it to old Corvosa, we'll be able to touch base with him and get him some information. But dangerous yeah. times. Another ominous card is the was the future neutral, the Rakshasa. The idea of 
mind games being played on us by some group in the future or that someone is is kind of taken parts of the city for themselves and are kind of toying with maybe not us but like the general people there Mm -hmm. i think there was a reference to like someone's helping you but they're actually a shapeshifter who's not helping you Mm -hmm. and as and as soon as we got done recording i was like eerie's yellow eyes Mm. shapeshifter very helpful (gasps) probably evil oh no oh i trust her so much i i slipping us mutagens Trust her with my life. I yeah. I expect to go to her when I have the the wear rat call. <laughs> I, that's not my real prediction. I don't think that's actually true, but I think it would be very funny. <laughs> I'd be very upset. That would, <laughs> I, would, I would be more upset than I think makes sense. <laughs> I wonder how you guys are going to get lost on an island. Mm. Deep beneath surface. Not the uh, Tunnels <laughs> to the dark <laughs> life. <laughs> But where at more like bear rat, am I right, Haley? Oh yeah, yeah. I'm gonna I think uh I see in the future uh Figgy's gonna be as big as a bear. Oh, that's what the bear's been. <laughs> that's that's what I have taken from that. I can recall the specific <laughs> item that you're thinking of when you speak that into existence. <laughs> oh, you can? Z- Zalara. Oh uh, yeah. The bear. Your animal companion will get mechanically large. (laughs) (laughs) Much like a bear. I also, I I know I just wrote uh, next to all the bears, because I like wrote a bunch of these notes, right? I also wrote, uh, my connections are the only uh, safe ones, aka DeVargo's good still. Uh, My shop. I think I think more importantly, uh, Cressida didn't know if Devargo was still alive, but Zalara he's seems fine. to think he is. Yeah, no, he's fine. He's doing great. Yeah, and you he's, guys know that he clashed with the Emperor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm all on board. We are. We are. We hate this Emperor guy. Yeah, Devargo said we out. I said we out. All my homies <laughs> hate Emperor. <laughs> Vec, I think, hates him. Yep, automatically on the shit list. I mean, Vec already hates him. <laughs> Haven't even met the guy. You don't have to convince him. <laughs> what about the, uh, what about the courtesan? I am very curious about that one. Yeah. That we've met someone with political power or yep. intrigue, but we didn't realize what we saw. I'm back. I'm back to the guy. From the uh, the the good artist, not the evil artist, but Salvatore the good Spain. artist. Yeah, I'm back to I'm back to oh, that guy that I yeah. tried to heal, and I had no idea who that was. But yeah. we didn't do right by him because I don't think I helped him as much as I should have. For reference, this is the past neutral card. Yeah, this was it's drawn a past. In. So it's already happened, which which is why you've met them. Yeah, I'm just for the <laughs> listeners at home. I'm, I'm, we have the notes yes, on the screen yes, here. Yes. I'm keying them into yeah. the positions of the card from the yeah. reading. Yeah, it was. Uh, it's all coming together. It was quite the reading. Yeah, I, I guess I'll I'll just list it again, just so like if anybody at home wants to like, because I I don't think I really described the cards, um, but if you if you're so inclined, you can go ahead and look up the pictures and see what our reading looked like. But the past, so the way the hair readings work is from top to bottom, left to right. So at top left, we had the lawful good, the trumpet. Uh, which is a lawful good card of constitution. In uh, in the past present, we had the courtesan, the chaotic neutral uh, card of charisma. In the um, lawful 
evil spot, we had the Wanderer, which was the neutral good card of intelligence. Um, and then in the present, in the neutral good, we had the Sickness, which actually is perfectly misaligned. So that that was one of the ones that, because it's neutral good to neutral evil. Oh, yes, yes, yes. My favorite card of the yeah. reading. So the Sickness, um, neutral evil card of Constitution. Then in true neutral, which is the present uh, unclear, is the bear, which is the neutral card of strength. Then in the present negative, we had the neutral evil card of wisdom, the lost. Then in the future, um, we had for the future good, the midwife, which is the neutral good card of wisdom uh, for the future uncertain we had the rakshasa the neutral evil card of intelligence and then for the past or sorry for the um present negative we had the desert the chaotic good card of constitution which isn't perfectly swapped because i think it would be if it's chaotic good it would be lawful evil to be perfectly swapped but it's chaotic good and chaotic evil so it's partially misaligned it's a good thing we got this reading and before the remaster rules came out and just did away with did alignment. away with alignments. Yeah. How are you gonna have how are you they, gonna know what a three by three grid represents without alignment? They even managed to get uh get the uh stolen fates adventure path in before the remaster. Oh yeah. Oh, <laughs> and the remastered yeah. Hera deck. They got that in before alignments went away. Yeah. <laughs> now the cards are gonna be like the the oogie boogie uh, orderly card of uh, of constitution. What is chaos? Now? The past bad feels. Huh? It's what is what is chaos? They didn't really. I was thinking the remaster. They don't really do yeah. chaos and law. Yeah, I think so. A lot of oh, the I heard orderly, so yeah. I assumed that was we're just, laws. We're saying law, words. Gotcha. Yeah. I we're, we're just I saying read, synonyms for the, the same things. A lot of the philosophical sticking points were around like chaos. And it's like holy and unholy now. For good evil. For good evil. That's for, but, stupid. But that doesn't, holy unholy doesn't actually represent like goodness or evilness. Okay, it, it represents okay, like okay, sanctification okay. with. A, there we go. That's fine. Yeah. I was worried that was actually going to be a good and evil. And I was like, you can, you can be not holy and like be a good person. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't. Uh -uh. It doesn't. Holy unholy. Atheist. <laughs> get the, get out. <laughs> I almost dropped an F-bomb. Get out of here. <laughs> get the figgy noises out of here. Agnostic, you're true neutral, I guess. <laughs> That's what it is, yeah. <laughs> well, Nethys is your god. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Nethys is the god for you. So, yeah, interesting reading. And and I want you guys to remember this reading when we're done with book three. I want you to remember your predictions when we're done with book three. And we'll talk about how uh, on or off point you were. I wrote mine down, so mine are, mine are I know, done. Yeah. Uh, I got to give out a hero point. And I'll be honest here, this one's going to uh, Vec, because I think Vec probably is one of the few characters with the potential to roll this episode. Woo! Because uh, <laughs> we're getting into a new book, so there's a lot of exposition and stuff to happen. And I think we have a lot of people itching to shop, too. A lot of bookkeeping. A lot of bookkeeping. Mm -hmm. um, and so this is from Discharge McGee, the Milky and White, mm, who Batman. says... Uh, I think this hero point is for bringing me genuine happiness by being himself, lizard girls and all, and also Oracle's Rock. Mm. Thank you so much, Mr. Discharge. His name evokes Milkies. Yeah. So it sure does. <laughs> that made me very happy. Thank you. 
Yeah, there's all kinds of discharge in the in the temple. Not anymore. <laughs> One of them was milky and white. So, when last we left our heroes, they emerged from the Temple of Ergothoa and uh, licked their wounds, attempted to recover from some diseases, and headed to Citadel Volshnik to give Cressa Croft the information that they had gathered and bring together all of the pieces of the cure. They noticed that the Citadel was notably empty, or emptier than they had ever seen it. And Cresta told them a great deal of things, uh, including deputizing the group with several very cool signet rings. Uh, the party then decided to return to um, Sylvie's parents' house and rest, and I guess attempt uh, more checks again. And they were greeted, you know, as, as the night dwindled down with a harrow reading from Zalara, uh, who sensed quite a bit, as we just discussed, in their future. That's where we find you now. So I think we ended with the cards kind of shuffling themselves and returning to Sylvie's pack. Hmm. I think we would probably take some time to discuss what we just heard you know, in character. Everything we just said at the top, basically. I was about to say, like... Yeah. Yep. <laughs> as, as much as I'd love to roleplay that out, I think, like, yeah. I'd be saying the same thing. Mm -hmm. We've tossed our, um, our predictions in the ring. Um, but maybe, you know, if any of your characters are surprised by certain bits of news, maybe you talk about that, you know. At least got the reassurance that his grandfather's alive. Uh, you get confirmation that Devarga's alive. That kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. I think because of that, Vex's gonna stand up and maybe walk over to like the liquor cabinet or something in uh, help himself. In Sylvie's and Uncle's place. <laughs> Does anybody else want one? It's been quite a couple days, and I think I could use something right about now. I I'd have one. I could use a drink. Figgy can have mine. Four glasses it is. No. Four glasses. <laughs> <laughs> so. Hey, and a thimble. And a thimble. <laughs> so Vex. I'd like uh, some oh alcohol God. as well. Gakin, you have not earned alcohol. Uh, you <laughs> do not have any say. Unmanifest. Six seconds. <laughs> <laughs> Brings him back six seconds later. Did you learn your lesson yet? <laughs> You all need to learn to wrangle in your plus ones, all right? <laughs> but are you just salty because you don't have one? I'm salty because mine's stuck outside the city. Hmm. It's been a while, but goes to a different school. <laughs> oh, Mia, you've met her. We don't need to go through this. <laughs> the reading did say that there were mind games being played. Perhaps she's just a figment of our imaginations. She seemed pretty real to me, Diego. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so he brings the glasses back, pours everyone like a finger of a whiskey or rum or whatever the, the spirit is that they got. You know, it's the four dices, so probably like limoncello. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> finger of limoncello. <laughs> Diego, you sure you don't want this? <laughs> well, a little, a little won't hurt. I'll partake. So yeah, he pours a little bit, passes around, and he mentions, so 
one of the things that really got me there was that um, this emperor of new Cor- of, of old Corvosa, I'm stake, um, he's captured my grandfather, and I can't imagine why anybody would capture a, an adult old man. So I think it's time that we had that discussion that I promised that we would have when we were talking with Mr. Ramoska Archminos. Um, before, well, I think there's something special about my grandfather, and I don't know how it relates, but there's something special about me as well. Before we went down to fight Andason, we, we slept the night, and I was up for quite a while thinking to myself. And part of me was hoping that we would defeat Andason and this whole thing would be over. We could all go our separate ways. And maybe we would never need to see each other again. And a small part of me, I'm ashamed to admit, was looking forward to that. Because for a very long time, I've kind of been living like a ghost in this city, haunting the streets. And avoiding connections with people is kind of how I stay safe and stay sane. I think I might as well just come out and say it, but I don't understand where my magics come from. But I do understand that they do strange things to me and potentially my grandfather as well. I'm probably older than all four of you combined. Biggie included in the four of you, of course. I've been living in this city since Aradin was around. I remember when he died and I reckon I stopped counting how old I was when I hit about 70 or 80 or so. I didn't tell you right away because... There's only one soul in the world who knows these things. It's Trini, I told her. But I'm glad that over the last couple of months or so that we've spent this time together, that I've grown quite fond of you. And I feel like you all deserved to know that. Now you know basically as much as I do, but that's it. Cards out on the table. You know now my most personal secret. And maybe that'll provide some additional context as to why my grandfather is in the trouble that he is in quite right now. How how long ago was there in death? Just like a hundred-ish years? Yeah, about a hundred years. Hmm. So, if you're a hundred years old or more, and Diego, wrink- his, his brow wrinkles as he tries to contemplate kind of the, the, the time behind all that, does that mean you were there when your grandfather was born? Well, see, that's the thing. My grandfather's been basically the same age since I stopped aging as well. So he was born before I was. Oh, okay. It's part of him being my grandfather. Is Vec his own grandfather? Wow, that would be a that would be a shock. That's incredible news. I can't imagine all the things you've seen in the city. All of the rises and falls of those in power and the turmoil sweeping the streets a decade after decade. Are you not friends with, like, some elves? No. I... Mainly because I'm scared, Mia. Because if people found out how a normal human like myself was able to cheat death, then imagine what they would do to me. A king would sell his firstborn or empty his coffers to try and secure me and turn me over to the mages or the scientists or whatever to unlock that same 
immortality. I don't know if that's the right word for it, but for them, entire countries bankrupt themselves for the Sun Orchid Elixir, and I don't cost a thing. So you think they have captured your grandfather to to try to understand why you do not age? I don't know that for certain, Sylvie, but it's a possibility that we may need to explore. How old do you think he is? I mean, if I was alive when Aridin died, and I think I was maybe in my mid-twenties then, that puts me somewhere in the high 130s, I think. He's 60 or 70 before that, probably 200. And as far as I know, he's just a normal human being. Same with me till things changed. But I understand this is a lot for you all. I know that I didn't mean to keep a secret from you, except that I totally did. It's nothing personal. I just don't tell anybody, so. Sylvie looks down at her arms where she had the blood transfusion from Vec, and she slowly looks back up to him. Is this why I did not feel quite right after you helped me, uh, helped me gain the more blood? That's correct. That explains my reticence to give you my blood and um, also why I lied immediately after and just kind of was effusive. It's, it's that. At least now we know what to expect if we have to resort to that in the future. Yeah. I think you need to make friendship bracelets for a few more people now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure we can find one at Z shop tomorrow. Hi. We'll see if we can find one that fits its way around your big old wrist, your big old furry fellow. Hmm. Also, you say you've hidden a secret, but the biggest secret is this. You and your grandfather, excuse me for putting it bluntly, but we're very poor when we met you, correct? <laughs> correct. How have, as the kids put it, how have you fumbled the bag <laughs> so thoroughly over all these years? So that's the thing, Diego. When you think about immortality, a lot of people would like to think that they would do something smart or worthwhile or amass wealth. I... Truthfully, you're just yourself for longer if you're not good at running things and you're not good at managing your finances and you're not good at making smart decisions. Well, that's not going to change over a hundred years. I'm the same person that I was 120 years ago in basically every way. Hmm. And Diego pauses to kind of consider that a bit. I'm starting to feel like immortality is not the blessing that some seek it out to be. That's something I think to myself every single day, Diego. Hmm. Fack also just said he hasn't learned a single thing in 120 years. <laughs> so Roughly, no. Pretty much. Pretty much. You get like you, you get back into your old ways or whatever. Like you hit a rut, you know, and you're in the rut for That's like a right. decade. Hasn't learned you're, a you're dang rut thing. for 100 years. Metaphorically, like in terms of general, like you know, personality traits. Yeah, I, think. yeah. I, I get it. I just it's silly. It really comes out, and like I hear like. So you've learned nothing in 120 years. (laughs) Well, if you so seek it, perhaps we can seek out the the reasons behind this strange anomaly that these magics have caused upon you. And if you wish, give you the death you deserve. 
if you request it. Sorry, I didn't mean to put so, it bluntly, but... Um, <laughs> I'll have to come back to you on that second point, but having you all along for the journey, my own personal journey, is a blessing. Knowing and is half the battle first. I, I appreciate you all individually. Some more than others. <laughs> So I'm definitely more than others. And he, he nods at Sylvie. <laughs> she holds up her friendship bracelet. <laughs> Pours a little glass of limoncello. Yeah. So yeah, at that point, he's like, oh, I do need another one after that. And does pour another stiff and tall limoncello. <laughs> Only the best. You know, I am starting to notice a worrying pattern emerge. If this is true that your grandfather has been taken, that means it is the second family that has been targeted. Whether it is because of his special properties or it is because of you, either way, that is uh, half of us now. I mean, that's an astute observation, Sylvie. I think we all need to take care with the people that are close with us and maybe warn them to look over their shoulders. Yes, I want to, well, wanted to help my family, and if I can help the city, but my family is hurt in the process, it is not really, is it truly worth it? I can't answer that question for you, but I understand. So what else about the cards do we want to talk about? (laughs) (laughs) This emperor we hear mutterings of. The same one, perhaps, that has seized your grandfather and the secrets behind your origins. I fear for old Corvosa. There's a chance in this chaos and these stirrings that this is a good leader for these people, but I worry, based on our readings, that he's he has other motives in mind, potentially. If he's already feuding with Devargo, he's vying for control. What he intends to do with that can't be good. I agree, and then also... If Devar goes in on this and borderline at war with him, I think we all know where we stand. At least I know where I stand. I. I worry as well, based on some of these predictions. I'm not liking that part of it was my shop's going to lead us to some of the evil branching out in Corvosa. That's that. I don't know, but my shop's not supposed to be meant to be a place of evil. I've been around for quite a while now. Now you know me, and before your shop, I didn't see any old burial grounds that it was built on top of, so it's not haunted or anything. Oh. No, no, Lake the Devil <laughs> under it. <laughs> Who was the prior tenant before she settled in? Um, yeah, let's quiz back on all, all right, of the city so history. <laughs> if I remember correctly, it was like a dwarf with a red beard. He only had one eye. And before that... Also a barber. Also a barber. (laughs) Before that, it was actually a Cyclops woman. Also had one eye and a red beard. No, I think they were the same person. (laughs) As far back. A worrying pattern. Mir, watch your eyes. (laughs) (laughs) She's already got the scarification. Scars under your eyes. Monitor your chin. (laughs) Shave daily. What do you guys think? You head to bed? Yes. I'm sure many of us are up a bit before we fall asleep, you know, thinking about the events of today and what we've just learned. Yeah. I think in particular, 
in Sylvie's room, Sazzy becomes visible at the foot of the bed. Well, 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 ain't you a steel trap? That buddy of yours poured his whole heart out to you, gave you all his secrets. You didn't want to tell none of them about your family's connections. I... She, like, hymns and haws for a moment. I did not think it was relevant to the, the reading that we just had. I did not want to steal his spotlight, you know. <laughs> Clever of you, yeah. A secret for a secret. That's not really how you operate, huh? No, it will come out when the, when the time is right or when they need to know. Plus, I do not know the full story either. Well, hopefully they find out before somebody decides to collect and he disappears. Oh, now she has even more to think about. <laughs> On the next day, I'm going to need some sickness saves. However, I will say, you know, with you guys hanging out of the house and stuff and with Mir's high medicine, I... Imagine you could each get the um, the plus four bonus uh, from the oh, from her roll? recovery thing. Is it against the DC of the disease that you have to roll? I'm pretty sure. I'll double check because if it's to aid, I just have to get a two. Yeah, I would have to treat a disease or poison. Why don't you give me three rolls then? All right, success, crit fail, success. But you didn't say who each one was You just for. said roll three times. All right, cool. For the first one, one or two is Sylvie, three or four is Diego, five or six is Figster. That's a four. So that goes to Sylvie. Or wait. Diego. That goes to Diego. Diego. Yes. Oh, good. Okay, the next one. Does critical failing hurt? No. Okay. At least not in the... Well, this is treated disease. Yes. So, hang on, hang on, hang on. Let me make sure I did this right. Okay, yeah, this is treated disease. So, a critical fail does a critical fail hurt a disease, treated disease? Yes. Okay, then, yes. Does it, what's it do? Let me look Give up what treated diseases. Minus two. Minus two, okay. So, yeah, that's why I was trying to, um, it's just a penalty of minus two? Yeah. Okay, perfect. Okay, so... Odds are Sylvie, evens are Figgy for who gets this one. The bad one. Even, four. That's Figgy. So then Sylvie's got the 29, which is a success. So that means Sylvie and Diego get a plus four, as well as if you get a success, you get a crit success. Awesome. Okay. okay. So Figgy's going to roll now at his minus two. Here comes that fortitude save. Oh, I rolled a three on the die for a 22. Even with the plus four. Yes, so that is a regular failure, um, which puts you... I go down a stage, don't I? Mm -hmm. 18. Okay, that's a critical failure for Figgy. That's a success for Sylvie. Which is a crit success. Yay! Okay, so Sylvie is cured. (gasps) Yes. At least something positive came out of this. Um, With my staff, I have four castings of remove disease. I can try and bang through them. I think I got to roll high. You, but you yeah, used them for that day, so we're doing. Didn't we just sleep? Right. 
This is the sleep. So we're doing the right? we're doing the the morning. Yeah, the morning before prep. But it'd be a good thing to prep. Yeah, you could high level remove yeah. disease as well too. So uh, it'd be something good to prep again. Let's see. Figgy, I believe, was Figgy drained one? Yeah. Okay, so Figgy moves from stage two to stage four. What's that mean? Is Figgy dead? Um, stage four is pretty I, I up will there. need to walk out of the room. If no, the stage six is death. I okay, have that cool. written down. Thank you. Thank you. As long as this is the demonic pestilence. Yes, it okay. is the demonic pestilence. So yes, Figgy is... Stage four, which means drain two for a day. Can I now cast remove disease on him? You can attempt. Uh, Diego, what drain were you? I'm at drain two currently. Okay. I believe that means you were at stage three. So you were at stage four as well. Still drain two. Drain two. So yes, if you guys have removed diseases you want to use, Sylvie's looking a-okay. Figgy and Diego are looking really bad. All right. Yeah, I've got two removed diseases that I've now decided to prep as after these results. Perhaps it was the transfusions of Vex internal blood what set Sylvie straight. Yeah, everybody that sucked Vex blood. Long time. Ago. Time to get his blood. We don't know quite how blood works yet. We have to save Figgy. All right, here we Figgy go. Figgy and Diego are equally bad right now. I understand. I am going to start casting remove disease. I'm going to start with the staff on Figgy. Just okay. Are you okay. using, are they, if you're using the staff, they're level three spells? All of my remove disease okay. are level six. So, be so I'm basically going for crit. at 20s. Yeah. Uh, 11, no. 13, no. Match one, no. That's cocked. 13, no. So, okay. there goes four remove diseases. Didn't do a damn thing. Okay. I'm going to. Cast one on Figgy, one on Diego of the removed disease. So and that's the order? Fig- what? That's the order you're doing it, Figgy, first? Yeah, pick an order so I don't That's to- what I'm going to do right now. I will first cast this on Diego. Okay. That's a 30. That counteracts the disease. Oh, there we go. Okay. Diego's cured. Now on Figgy. <gasps> 33. Okay. Figgy is also 14, here. 17 Sweet. on the die. Yay. Finally, the Leucodamon no longer torments us. Am I still drained? What are you drained from? Or no, sorry, man. Is Figgy still drained? Yes. Okay. Or no, sorry. No. The disease has been completely removed. I just didn't know if the, the drain was like a lasting effect. I mean, you're okay. supposed to be drained too for one day, but you've removed the disease. Okay. Amazing. I have uh, done it. That took. Oh, I'll. Cool. Now I don't have to bring this Luca Damon stat block up again. Is that it for all of our diseases? I think so. I believe so. I hope so. For now. Yeah, now we just have curses. Yep. Brand new day. Brand new dollar. What are you guys doing? Speaking of dollars, we'll have to shop at some point, but I don't know if there's anything we want to do first. There are many things I want to buy, and I should be around as many people as possible. Yeah, but what can we do in order to get that 300 gold that Griffin took? Organically. Right. What, what, how, I don't We're know, cutting how, this all out. Yeah. Well, yeah, obviously. I could, I could start you can, gather information. You can go shopping and I'll, you know, okay. I've, I've already figured out what. Okay. We're going to the market. We've acquired 
many items and a lot of coin in our travels. If we are taking on the Grey Maidens and heading to Old Corvosa, we better be armed to the teeth and prepared for it. Aye, let's hit the shops. Let's go. Uh, so I think you guys head to the... Um, well, Eodred's Walk is where you've done a majority of your shopping in the past. And you obviously know that there's the gold market. Buy that for any bits and bobs that you didn't or couldn't find in one of the one of the shops. What you notice on your way to the market is that the streets are very empty. Uh, very few passerby. It's unlike the Corvosa that you know. Uh, many doors and windows are shuttered. And in fact, the most people you see are at these markets, but even the markets are notably unattended. There are far less people in the golden market than any other day that you've seen it. There are far less people walking Eadred's Walk than you've ever seen. And you even notice that several of the shops that are normally open have altered hours or are closed entirely um, for the day. Just for the day. Yeah, many of the ones that are closed, um, you know, you hope beyond hope that the owners of these shops aren't dead. That's what I was jumping to. But um, some shops are open, some shops are closed. And what that equates to is, you know, I know you each have like a laundry list of things you want. It's very difficult to find the things you're looking for with the um, with the relative scarcity of actual open shops. However, upon speaking to uh, various shopkeepers and asking, you know, going to the relevant places, asking if you can if you can receive such items that you're looking for. Um, it seems that the shopkeepers uh, know of you. These, these rumors have been going around and while um, while you think it's going to take some time to gather the items that you're after, uh, many of the shopkeepers are willing to work on acquiring these items at no charge uh, up front. And so, um, and so what happens essentially is that, um, you know, people will work on transferring runes, etc. Um, and they won't charge you for it until, uh, you know, until it's been a couple days until they can fulfill your complete order. Uh, mechanically, I had you guys roll a couple die at the beginning of this session. And for your laundry list of things that you're looking for, it's going to take five days to get all of the requisite items in the market. You know, you stop today, certain shops are open, potentially you stop the next day and other shops are open. Um, All of these shops seem short-staffed. Some of these shops have lost their main craftsperson and so are are essentially ordering you in an item at no charge. Um, So why don't we go around the table? Uh, 
I'm not going to, you know, role play the sad state of these shops right now because I think it hits a little too close to home. But back in my day, we had no problem getting what we needed. People just don't want to work these days. Yeah. Is everything also really expensive right now? Well, Crawl Mart's no longer 24 hours. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. No. <laughs> <laughs> Diego is going to riot. <laughs> Diego rages. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, I mean, it, it's 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 kind of a scenario where so many people have been sick or are sick or have died in the city that it hasn't reached a state of recovery yet where these shops can, can be, you know, open full time. These quarantines and lockdowns are just hurting the economy. They should be lifted as soon as possible. <laughs> We must reopen Old Corvosa for business. I felt scummy just saying that. I don't feel good about what I just said. Don't trust the cure. (laughs) 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 All right. The cure is something made by big vampires. Yeah, the conspiracy theories are have wall-to-wall <laughs> posters about the vampire connection, and they're right. They're, <laughs> they're completely correct, but everyone's blowing them off and not vampires listening. Vampires worked on this disease to get you inoculated and into your blood. Don't inject formula from Ustalov into your veins. Think, people. Don't be vampire sheep. One of these days, the the cure is going to kick on and you're all going to become vampire spawn. You know, I got, I, I, got, I got the blood veil jab and now uh, mages can cast status on me at any time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. They can activate you. Enjoy the sun while it lasts, sheeple. <laughs> Soon you'll be in the sewers with the were rats. <laughs> Enjoy the sun while it lasts, sheep beastkin. Oh, dude. oh, that's a character concept, an uplifted sheep. <laughs> uplifted sheep. So yeah, let's go around the table. Uh, any big cool items you guys have on your shopping list that uh, you're excited to get your hands on? Yeah, since money is no object, currently. Whatsoever. I mean, you're just putting in orders. Whether or not you'll be able to pay for them is another thing entirely. Well, I decided that I would like a crown. So I'm getting the druid crown, which is a very cool item. Allows me to get some item bonuses to uh, a couple different things. It de- well, it depends on what what shape it takes for the day. So that's that's gonna be fun. Uh, I can pick what shape that I want it. It can either be sorry, this is a funny item, so I'm gonna describe it. It can either be antlers, flowers, or leaves. If it's antlers, I get intimidation and as well as the spell enlarge. If it's flowers, I get diplomacy bonus as well as animal allies. If it's leaves, then I get a stealth bonus as well as one with plants. So uh, I picked that up as well as um, I did take Diego's old armor. It's a little baggy on me, so I'm going to get that resized and also get a resiliency rune put on that. Sure. Get the ghoul hide. Yeah. It doesn't hiss at you. That's <laughs> no, it doesn't because I'm not an elf. I kind of want to put it on Vec, though, now. Now now Mir does, now that she's realized how old he is, <laughs> just in case. Gotta test him. Stop trying things out on me. <laughs> Gotta look real close at his ears. Did he yeah, like clip like, It's not clipped. natural. I don't know. Like, <laughs> nature and medicine's my thing. This isn't natural. <laughs> Just trying to explain it. I know what you are. <laughs> Say it. An elf! <laughs> <laughs> That's it. I, I get those two things on order. Uh, for, for Vec, 
one of my goals was just to pad out my spell casting a little bit uh, versatility wise. So I picked up a ton of scrolls. I also picked up a wand of horrifying blood loss because we've got some good bleed in this party. Um, so I can copy what Andason was doing and, and impart some frightens on um, on somebody who is bleeding, which is great. Then transferred a resilient rune. And then I imagine he probably goes to some like weird dusty occulty shop and finds an old Aeon stone. He remembers um, the stories of these magical rocks that his grandfather told him about from ancient Aslant and how they used to be created by this ancient technologically and magically advanced civilization and most of their knowledge of creating these things has been lost to time so the amount of these stones that are out in the world keeps just decreasing as people die or they get lost but this specific one is the tourmaline sphere and i imagine this this is starting to get pretty rare as well because what this does is it floats around you vex actually gonna lodge it in a wayfinder um, and when you would die from the dying condition instead of you dying the sphere iron stone or aeon stone loses its color and becomes just like a dull gray rock but you don't die you instead go back to like dying three so okay. um, it's a little insurance policy if he ever actually dies now this doesn't protect if like someone casts a for example like uh what's the spell that just kills people outright if you fail to to phantasmal killer phantasmal kill yeah something that just like kills you protect against death effects exactly yeah that's 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 i think that's where i was going for something like a death effect it wouldn't protect you for but straight dying conditions it would it would save you or at least buy you around i think so nice sylvie has a few things that she's looking for after spending so much time being sick, uh, she also wants to get a resilient rune put on her armor so that she can improve her saves a little bit. Uh, and I think the thing that might take the longest uh, for her to to figure out how to get is changing the grievous rune from the uh, keylock dagger to her weapon without someone getting too suspicious <laughs> about that yeah, item. Is our guy, is our guy who licks blades? No questions asked. <laughs> <laughs> you guys brought me an armory worth of items at one point, and I didn't even ask. You brought me gray maiden plate, and I didn't even ask where it came from. Oh. I assume this is just someone you've killed. And you are not, in fact, a Keylock killer. Although you have killed so many people that <laughs> I am a bit suspicious. He sounds a little under the weather. That's right. I was like, is he still alive and cool? I- I'm glad to know that the germs haven't uh, stayed alive and viable on the steel that he keeps licking. <laughs> I have- He's actually, he was- Get yeah, him I mean, the cure. He'll yeah. spread it fast as yeah. hell. <laughs> he, he, I mean, he, his immune system was pretty robust. Call Diego before, over. Diego, before start coughing. <laughs> Diego plants a big kiss on his lips. <laughs> Thank you, sir. I would French you, but I only have half a tongue. It's okay. <laughs> I'll come back for the other half later. <laughs> I want to see, oh, see where my tongue's going. <laughs> I see where my tongue's going right now. 
Oh, uh, and Sylvie does sorry, need to. Sorry, Sylvie needs to spend a little bit more time there because she also wants to get a returning rune put onto uh, the dagger of poison. I think that's what it's called. Yep. Dagger of venom. Your dagger of venom. Yes, she's going to get a returning rune put on that, so she has a little bit more ranged combat ability. Sure. All right. So, yeah, after the book two combat, I did a little audit of uh, places I think Diego might be lacking a bit. Ranged is one of them. So I had the plus one striking runes from the Keyblade transferred to the Javelin, one of the Javelins I have. And I also bought a returning rune to put on it. So I've got a good ranged option now. In that kind of audit, I was also thinking that we haven't really come across incorporeal creatures at all, but that is kind of a weak spot for... Diego is a marshal. I know we've got Vac to, to help with that, but for Diego to be helpful in a fight like that, I purchased a Ghost Bane Fulu, which is a talisman that's going to go on the scythe. So essentially, if we fight undead and he hits one, the the talisman Fulu activates and he kind of gets, a, essentially for a minute, a ghost touch rune on his weapon. Nice. So those were kind of the things I bought to shore up some gaps in his, in his play style. I also purchased an Enigma Mirror, which is a a spell heart that's going to go on his new uh, Breastplate of Command. Uh, This is a super cool item. It gives me extra casting of Mirror Image, as well as, like, I think some other cantrip. But when I cast Mirror Image from this or from the Mirror Image that I already have in my spell slots, I get to, for an ally within 30 feet, put an an additional image on them. So could be very good to protect someone like Vac or one of our other frontliners um, if we're in kind of a, a spot where we want images. I also bought a Dreadrune Lesser to go on my armor because I have a property slot on that. And that is a super cool. It plays into some of our frightened synergy. So if any enemy within 30 feet of us that can see Diego tries to drop their frightened condition, they have to make a DC 20 will save to actually drop the condition. It's not just an automatic thing for them now. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, it's a very weak save. They're going to make it most of the time, but you really bang for those low numbers where they Mm -hmm. keep keep the frightened going. Those are the big items. I, with my remaining gold, I purchased a couple of the mutagens, a war blood mutagen and a couple stone body mutagens, and then uh, two scrolls of heroism as well. So that uh, Diego's got some consumables ready to go next time we're in a tricky spot. Yeah. So you guys are like putting in these orders, wheeling and dealing, dropping off weapons to get uh, rune transfers and all that, buying new rooms to get etched on. Um, and like I said, it's going to be about five days before you have all of your items. Uh, and we'll call that five days kind of like, you don't have to spend all day at the market, but maybe like, the first day you were able to pick up the scrolls, but the weapon place wasn't open and the next, you know, that kind of thing. So, so it just, it, it takes you more time than it normally would to shop through. Um, with that time, I think it's possible, you know, you, you're not shopping all day on any of those days. So I think it's certainly possible if there's any downtime activities you'd like to be doing, uh, you certainly could. Mirrors actually, now that I know we're on this side of the island and kind of stuck here for these five days, Mirror is going to spend a lot of time 
trying to be inconspicuous, but also scouting the entire, like, way over to Old Corvosa. All the different potential routes. Sure. Why don't you... Scout location. Yeah. Um, Scout location, I assume, isn't really a role activity. I think it's just something that you're doing. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's roles of DC uh, of perception, society, or stealth. Okay, pick one. But I don't know. Uh, uh, okay, I'll just pick one. What am I best at? <laughs> perception. Shocker. Since I'm using my eyes, I do think eye slash makes sense. Yep. 19 on the die. I got a 36. Whoa. Okay, with a 36, you pick up a decent amount of information uh, as you're kind of looking across to Old Corvosa. The first thing you notice is that there are many plumes of smoke. It looks like there are active fires on the island. You can easily see that they spared no bridge aside from the one stone bridge uh, between Corvosa and Old Corvosa. And what you see there is what appears to be a 15-foot-tall stone wall erected magically in the center of the bridge. And it's got catwalks on it. It's got gray maidens manning it. And you watch long enough to see that they uh, actively deter anyone coming from uh, Old Corvosa like towards the bridge. And I think you watch even long enough that you see, like, one person, like, there's a span of about 30 feet from the land of Old Corvosa to the point in the bridge where there's a, this wall. You see uh, somebody get too close and a Grey Maiden fire a bow at them, um, missing them barely before they retreat back into the city. As you're looking from shore to shore, you find that North Point in Corvosa is the most heavily guarded by Grey Maidens um, point between the two city or the two parts of the city. So North Point is the northernmost shore of Corvosa, the island, and that to Old Corvosa is probably the smallest gap across the Narrows of Saint Alica. Uh, that's most heavily patrolled by Grey Maidens. They have ballistas. They have, they're each, you know, the, the Grey Maidens themselves have um, bow and arrow, and they have, uh, you know, some of them have crossbows. So they have ranged means of deterring people from coming in. You also see several barges, uh, swift barges filled with Grey Maidens uh, moving up and down the Narrows of St. Alica. So the the small, narrow place where all of those wooden bridges were. Uh, You see barges patrolling that area. With all this information, you think that it would be wise to set a course out from Corvosa and hook around. Um, However, you're watching all this stuff in the daytime. And it does not appear that the Grey Maidens stop anyone from trying to go the other way. You see one or two, like, rowboats attempt to go to Old Corvosa. And the Grey Maidens, like, shout out to them and stuff and warn them that they will not be allowed to come back. Uh, But the 
they don't like fire the ballista on them or anything. Yeah, we knew the, that we could kind of go there but not come back, but I wanted to see what they're doing about people trying to come over. Interesting. Okay. That's what Mir would spend a lot of her time doing. Yep. That's her island. Anyone else downtime activity? Absolutely. I'm gathering information. Um, there's kind of two things that I want to learn. I want to learn if there's anything to be learned about what's going on inside old Corvosa. I think that might be difficult to come by considering that people aren't really getting out. But I also want to know if anybody knows anything about this emperor of old Corvosa. So are those separate roles the same, just general gather information? How do you want to do that, Griff? Uh, just give me a gather information. Okay. 13 on the dot. It's going to be a 31 diplomacy. So with a 31, there is shockingly little information that you are able to gather on this side. Um, probably given the abruptness of the quarantine and the inability of, uh, of people to come from the other side. What you do learn is that the Arconas, which are the only noble family that lives on old Corvosa were on old Corvosa when the quarantine happened. And so there is a noble family over there. Um, Oh, thank God. There's some rich people in there. Are the Arconas, was that the one who uh, was one of Sylvie's classmates? No, that was, uh, that was a different, that was um, Eamon Jalento. Ah, oh, that's that's and, right. That's right. That, I'm just going back to our hero cards, like you know, people we've met with political power that like we didn't know. That's a level of nobility that you know, like the Arconas are one of the seven noble families of Corvosa, yeah. right? So they're they're like very influential. Sylvie's family, nothing yeah. compared to them. And right? Amon Gelato, not even on the list. <laughs> Amon Gelato, <laughs> higher than Sylvie's family, lower than. So, uh, so you do, you do find that out and, and most of the people that are willing to talk about that figure that, you know, that family is wealthy enough that their area of old Corvosa is probably like patrolled by their own guards. They've got like that purge insurance from the purge movies or whatever. Private military. They they have their own, they have their own private, like retinue of guards that was likely that is is likely keeping them safe so given all of that no leads on the emperor at all all you find out about the emperor is that whoever they are like that they rose to power after the quarantine okay swiftly um and so you know nobody on this side is really sure who it is because again, information is not is not permeating side to side. I didn't realize in a quarantine that was an option was just to become an emperor. Yeah, we should have done that. <laughs> we could have been. We've had three years to become emperors, empresses. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what. A well, when, when the face. quarantine is just kind of like, hey, go kill each other. Mm. Arkham City, baby. Exactly. Yeah, it's an Arkham City situation where uh, the powers that be don't care about anyone on that island anymore. Um, Some other things you pick up is that you find that you are recognized. Oh, by people uh, as you as you kind of like have conversations with them. They 
they notice you. They know who you are if you introduce yourself as like Vec Browby. Um, some people even like thank you, like, oh, you and your friends saved my uh, my mom from the plague. She was sick. You say like, oh, my grandpa was one of the people in the hospice, like was sick, and and he said that like this group of you came in and saved him. So like word is spreading that you were kind of behind this movement to cure the plague. I'm scared of who's going to hear that, but also that is very cool. That we did good things and people are saying thank you for doing these good things. I'm actually going to be humble about it. Buys a couple people some drinks, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you, you probably tell people like, hey, you know, go get go get inoculated, whatever. Like, the cure is happening. Mm-hmm. The cure is now! <laughs> yeah, actually, I, I imagine, like, they probably just inoculated all of you when... Oh, when they sure. when they made like this first batch of cure, if you were gonna be, you know, moving around the city, it's like it doesn't. Yes, the yes, it cures Diego of the sickness, but also it makes you immune to the sickness. I was gonna say, as Mir has been trying to save and like heal people from it, she would actively ask for it if anything, right, just because right. she's like around them. So I think mm. you know the time you're spending with these people, you're also inadvertently like making them safe. This means nothing. We need to make out with as many people as we can. (laughs) That should be enough to pay for our items, right? They're now immune. Well, you actually think the the kindness extended by the shopkeepers to like, you know, belay payment until like everything is done and all that kind of stuff is is essentially, it's not something afforded to everybody in the city. It's because of your reputation. You think it, it likely could have taken even longer if these people weren't motivated by, you know, by who you are and, and getting you these items. I could have made you roll D12s if you were, if you didn't reach the level of success you did at the end of the book. Wink, oh. wink. Oh. So this is... We're privileged now. Yeah. It's the level of privilege that uh, Sylvie hasn't even experienced before. Okay, sure. <laughs> I'm just, I had to lay off all my maids. Uh, Sylvie is going to take some time with all this information that's been gathered, and she's going to work on securing disguises for the group. And to me so far, it sounds like traveling by boat at night to leave is going to be our best bet. So she's going to work on finding dark outfits that we could wear and also something to cover up a boat to give us some camouflage on the water. Okay. I believe that's going to be like a, what, a deception roll? Crafting, maybe? Yep. Uh, there's crafting, deception, performance, or society are listed. Well, whichever you so choose to roll. I'm going to go with crafting. She's going to make these herself with materials she can find around her house or uh, what's available at the shops. Okay. Okay, now hold on. I rolled. I I got a 17. I do still have a hero point. I believe we're resetting. Mm-hmm. So I would like to re-roll uh, this check using my hero point. 
and it went even worse. It's it was a critical oh. failure before, and it's a critical failure again. Uh, oh, this is this is a good time for me to uh, announce a change to the hero point rules what? that I'm enacting for all of my two e games. Okay. Um, if you roll worse on a hero point, and I decided this when I saw. Chris's birthday hero points last night. Oh, yeah. Uh, if you roll worse on a hero point, you just take your original roll. Oh, I don't hate that. Okay. I don't really like, I don't really like, I feel like it's happened enough times where it kind of missed me that using a valuable resource has burned you guys. And, um, and so I'm taking that risk away. Uh, now, you still have to choose to use it. We're still playing, by the way, like you have to choose to use a hero point. Uh, before you know the results, so you might be using it on a success or whatever. But like, if that initial roll was a success, I'm not taking that away from you anymore. Let's keep higher now. That's yep. cr- that's good. Well, that's a 17 then. Yeah, with a 17, I mean the DC is not 35 for for the level you guys are. Um, I don't know why that's populating, uh, but you know you, you do. Okay. I mean, you make black outfits, right? I mean, you get like a tarp that could cover a boat. They're just a little <laughs> glittery. Yeah, Sylvie, Sylvie did. Yeah, you like spill glitter on the tarp, so you really <laughs> hope like the moon is out <laughs> that night. Oh, yeah, too many, too many crafts from when she was a kid. Okay, so we've learned a little bit about what's going on in Old Corvosa, potentially any information we could have gleaned from there, and what the Gray Maidens are doing. I th- I really think over these days what Diego would be interested in is monitoring the palace intrigue for any leaks or people talking about moves that the crown is making, the queen is making outside of having gray maidens enforcing the 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 quarantine in Old Corvosa. If our if our belief is true that the queen or someone uh in the in the queen's purview has created this this lab and spread this plague and has learned of it being shut down. Diego's interested to know what the reaction to that is and what they're doing next in the, in the days after learning of the lab's destruction, basically. Sure. So here comes a diplomacy check to gather information. Ooh, 16 on the die for a 30. Okay. Uh, what a 30 gets you is... Uh, a couple of tidbits of information, uh, and I think you're you know, you're specifically asking about the crown and the movements thereof. Um, you do learn that the queen has not really left the has not really left Castle Corvosa since the plague began, uh, and and many of the you know people on the street that you're talking to think that that is in order to not you know get exposed herself to the disease. You also learn that the queen has appointed a new seneschal, uh, a man by the name of Togamore. Togamore. Yeah. T-O-G-O-M-O-R. And for those of our listeners who don't remember what a seneschal means. It's essentially like the, if, if you, if you've listen to like Game of Thrones, it's like the hand of the queen. Like a major domo type. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That'll be really helpful information for our fans who didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. Just our yeah. fans. All Just of our fans. fans. Yeah, the the Seneschal has certain uh certain duties and also has, you know, is is a part of like the Queen's Council, kind of the head of the Queen's Council, and has um has like 
kind of their own level of political power. If you think of like a, a country that has like a prime minister and a president, mm-hmm. it's like kind of that scale where the queen would have like far more power, but the you know the the president still has a, a deal of power and is kind of like sometimes used as like the figurehead of things. Um, oh, that's a little worrying. Sounds like. She's appointed a new general for her shadow war on the Corvosan people. Um, Beyond that, though, um, you don't you don't hear many uh, rumblings about the 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 queen, mainly because, you know, she hasn't been out in public and there aren't really many people connected to the crown that are are public facing at this point in time. Um, but you do have kind of those, those little bits of information. You, I I think the, the other thing you might know is that like, you already know that the, um, the Corvosan guard has kind of started to lose funding. Uh, you also learn that like the Sable company has been losing funding. So the other group that, uh, like the hippogriff riders and, um, in that kind of, uh, space. Okay. Okay. That's some juicy palace intrigue. I'll take that. As you guys are performing these downtime activities and you're, you know, you're shopping, whatever. Since we don't have diseases, I'm not going to have to, we're not going to have to roll them for all these days. But on the second day, um, you are visited by uh, a Mr. Growl Soldado who has uh, seemingly survived the, uh, <laughs> the, blood veil plague and um he he would you know knock on the door of sylvia's residence having likely gotten it from uh or gotten their your um your location information from cressida herself um but he he kind of greets you at the door well hey y'all how how uh the four of you holding up last time i saw you i was investigating the key lock killer and uh well, I, I heard tell that y'all might have solved that case for me. Mr. Soldato, very glad that to, that you've made it. Good to see you again. It's been too long. Yeah, we took care of him. A lot of other nasties with him, too. Well, I gotta say I appreciate that. I, you know, I felt like I was kind of on the trail, but uh y'all y'all got there faster than i would have been able to hey we would have loved to give you credit for it but people seem to get word before we even knew well the only reason i know is from uh from miss croft but uh you know taking (laughs) taking me off the case and telling me why but uh i'm not i'm not actually here on uh on guard business uh believe it or not taste and and the kids uh well, they they were thankful for for what you did, you know, curing Brienne and all, and you know them them being uh, Varesian, we kind of have have a community, uh, you know, they they they've got a, a tighter knit community with the the Varesians in the city, and uh, well, that community talks, and um, many of the the people that you that you freed and and healed uh, that were. Uh, imprisoned in in that uh, that hospice, uh, they're doing pretty well, and 
Uh, the the region community of Corvosa would be happy if you'd join us tonight. Uh, we, we're doing, uh, we're hoping to, if, if you join us, we're, we're having a dinner in your honor in uh, out by Trails End at the at Tase's house, if you remember how to get there. Um, many of the regions in the city were hoping to see you in person and thank you. Oh, that sounds lovely. Uh, I really do appreciate the offer from the Varesian community. And, and what do you say, guys? I mean, I think that would be a nice change of pace from all the running around and the, uh, the heartbreak in the city. It would be an honor. I'd, I'd like to... I, I'd like to go to a party or two. That'd be fun. I think it's time we had a celebration for once. Uh, y'all are also welcome to bring your families and, and you know whoever any guests you, you feel like you want to want to come celebrate you with us. Uh, but uh, it'll be tonight at uh, seven o'clock out out at um, uh, Trails End, and uh, yeah, I'm, I'm I'll I'll pass the information along. We'll get cooking. I don't know if my mom's gonna want to go after the last party she went to. Oh yeah, <sighs> we'll be at. Tell her we'll be at this one, and we uh we made quick work of those zombies last time. We'll count us in, Mister Soldato. I think we could probably scrounge up about a third or a quarter of a bottle of limoncello to bring. <laughs> <laughs> There'll be plenty there, you know. I mean, not limoncello, but alcohol and stuff. So don't feel like you need to bring anything besides yourselves. Oh, um put six days on the downtime track instead of five. We have to get Figgy fitted for a tux. <laughs> uh, so I, I think, you know, you, you finish up whatever downtime activities you were in the process of and, and head out to, to Trails End and uh, you know, Tace is there, Brienne, the other Rolo, uh, all the kids. Um, a bunch of the people you, you know, there you recognize people that um, were either imprisoned with Mir's mom or were, you know, kind of unconscious on the top floor. Uh, a lot of people that were sick in uh, in just the hospice in general uh, are there, all seemingly, you know, cured by your efforts. And uh, you kind of make a night of it. It's a, it's a big celebration. You know, the, the collective families... Um, you know, don't have much in the way of money to give you, but uh, they certainly they certainly celebrate you. Um, in fact, um, Dinara and Ruan are there. Uh, the the boy you saved from Ramoska and uh, his his sister who had been looking for him, and and she makes good on her uh, her previous offer. Uh, get you guys um, season tickets to the. Uh, to the uh, orchestra in town uh, if you ever feel the need to blow off some steam and I think I think you know a, a good night is had by all I think it's been a long time since the party has had kind of just like a, a relaxing but fun evening um, and it's kind of all about you you know the, the stories about you you, you kind of listen and it's like oh these seem like such tall tales and then you realize like no that's stuff we actually did let me tell you about the Luko Damon we fought in the <laughs> bowels of that Russian place 
Yeah, you know the kids are the kids are all ears, like listening to Diego's stories, um, and unless you guys, you know, particularly want to talk to anybody, you know, the night kind of goes off without a hitch. That's exciting. I don't yeah. know if there's anyone I specifically need to talk to on this side. I'm I'm itching for old Corvosa now. Yeah, like Vec just works his way through the crowd trying to talk to as many people as possible and right. share stories and like just gets tanked. Yeah. It's like yeah. But, it, but it's 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 the not like sloppy emotional tanked. It's the like celebration, like everybody's my best friend yeah. kind of tanked. Yeah, I think like like Ashani is there because he had also, you know, helped with the Soldado family's issue. And he's like, he's like, he's off the clock, like mixing herbs for hangovers <laughs> and stuff. <laughs> is Old Corvosa visible from where we are at Trails End here? I don't know how. Yeah, so Trails End kind of cuts around. If you think of Corvosa, is still kind of an island. It's not quite an island, but there's a bridge, and 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 the two pieces of it are kind of in a bay. And Trails End is on the top of the bay. And so it can look out across both. I feel like there would be a couple times in the night, like maybe after he's, Diego's just refreshed a drink or whatever, and he's he's in the middle of these people celebrating. He can look across the water to see the fires and the smoke <laughs> in old Corvosa and catches some eye contact with some of the other party members as well, too, with kind of the unspoken understanding that this is the calm before the storm a bit. Like there is, there is hell happening over there, and sooner or later we're gonna get thrown into it. Sylvie takes time to soak it all in, and she talks to people when they come up to her. But she takes some time too, just to enjoy the moment uh, before we have to go on and do more. Normally, uh, for most of her life, she's been the the butt of the joke or the rumor, and now that's changed. And it isn't because. I mean, she is a lot richer now, but it isn't because her family has more power and influence, but it's more about what she's done and what the name that she's made for herself outside of her family's name. Yeah. Well, you guys have a fun night, maybe even sleep it off somewhere in Trails End. Um, and the, the days continue where you're kind of just, you know, scouting out areas, gathering information, etc. On the fifth day, there is a, at about, you know, an hour till midday, there is a gauntleted knock on Fordyce Manor's door. Oh, I think that I would want to very cautiously approach, like, weapons close by. Mirror, let can, the butler get it. Can we peer out, like, a window to try to get a glimpse of who is at the door? Sure. Is that, like, a perception check? Sure, yeah. I mean, it's looking out a window, so I'm gonna say you can just kind of <laughs> okay. do it. There are four gray maidens outside the door. Oh, that's a problem. Sylvie steps back to the rest of the party. Before we answer the door, whether we want to answer it ourselves, we must be prepared. There are four of them. Mm. This could go a lot of ways. They're certainly not looking for the your parents, though. Ugh, we ought to answer. Right. Yes. I'll talk to them if things start going south. Well, 
you'll know when to step in. I've got your back. All right. Well, I can open the door. And so Sylvie will right, step up. Let's do it. You open the door and it looks like the first gray maiden there has like a scroll open. And uh, she looks at the group of you. Are the four of you, Sylvie Fordyce, Vicaris Ralby, Mirata Bolgan, and Diego Longshadow? Yeah, that's us. How can we help you, ladies? She uh, she then kind of focuses on her scroll. Queen Iliosa is giving an impromptu address to the people, given the spread of the cure of Blood Veil. She has received word that the four of you are some of the main people responsible for curing the disease, and in her address, she would like to formally thank and reward you for your service to the city of Corvosa. Well, we're just doing our civic duty, ma'am. I don't know that that's quite necessary. I think anybody in our situation would have done the same. Though, I think it would probably be rude and improper to decline a invitation from the Queen. Right. I don't think we can say no to the Queen. She has sent uh, the four of us to escort you to the address where you will be... Uh, honored and rewarded. It is uh, it is happening at midday uh, in front of Castle Corvosa, and uh, we were instructed to bring you to the stage. Well, that is uh, uh. that is quite uh, quite the honor from the queen. I would like to look my best. May I go change before we leave? <laughs> uh, of course, you may you may change, but we must leave within the next 20 minutes in order to make it on time and avoid the crowd that is no doubt forming in front of the castle. Well, let's make sure we look our best then. How about it? We will... Hi, let's go change. Hi. We close the door on the Grey Maidens. <laughs> They're not welcome inside. Sure. Oh, do we have our items back or do we? No. No. All right. We go to the other end of the house and we need to start looking out the windows on our way to the other end of the house. <laughs> See if we're surrounded or if it really is only the four, just in case. Oh. Yeah. Looking out the windows, uh, it, you don't see anyone. Well, I can't imagine that unless she goes back on her word that this is a trap. I mean, I don't know, but we're in a sticky situation. If we've been requested by name by the queen and her guards are here to bring us, if we run away, that's a problem. If we try and kill these guards, that's a problem. I think we are in the unfortunate situation of just having to go along with this. Right. We have to go, but... If there's any preparations we can do here in the next 20 minutes, we should. Sylvie is definitely going to do that. She does still have her plus one striking disrupting rapier, and she is going to put that inside of her gloves of storing. So she has a weapon that's now concealed. Mir's going to wear a bow 
I know that's that's like part of her like that'll be part of her like look. Diego's gonna curl up for ten minutes to take a nap. <laughs> a little cat nap could be temp HP. <laughs> Need to be well rested if we encounter danger. But I'm taking I'm taking I'm in my full plate. I'm I'm taking my scythe. I'm sure she she won't be thrown off by seeing you wearing the person's <laughs> gear that she hired to do this. It's a good thing to wear. It's a subtle reminder to her. Yeah. Very subtle. Sophie is also going to take some time to talk to her family because she is worried that this is a trap and she needs to warn them that if she doesn't she might not be coming back. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I should probably talk to my mom as well. I didn't think it was that dire, but when you say it that way, I should probably make sure she knows. I mean, the last the time there was like, we were by a stage and the queen made a statement. It was quite grand and we had to escape. So I'm worried we're going to be on the run. There. Diego puts an arm on Vec's shoulder as well too. Vec, I know you've lived a long life. And I don't know how many times you've had to do this before, but I think if you have a letter you want to write to Trinia, now might be the best time. It's not a lot of time to gather my thoughts, but I think that's a wise thing to do, Diego. That's a good suggestion. And uh, he does that. I don't know what he writes, because I was not prepared for that. <laughs> but he writes that. Yep. If you die, it'll come up later. Yes, yes. Well, this is a bridge we'll cross when we come to yeah, it. Yeah, in your, you know, we'll... We'll do the scene of Trinia receiving your letter in the mail. Mm-hmm. Okay. Wow. So you talk to your loved ones, you write your letters and clean up, prepare. Yep. And you exit Fordyce Manor and follow the Grey Maidens to the square in front of the Grand Mastaba. And we'll continue the curse campaign next time. Oh my god, you're so screwed. This is gonna be bad. (laughs) I'm so scared. Hideous Laughter Productions is an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. Curse of the Crimson Throne is copyright 2008. Curse of the Crimson Throne and Pathfinder Adventure Path are trademarks of Paizo. Paizo, Pathfinder, and their respective logos, characters, and artwork are property of Paizo and used with permission. If you enjoyed this show, consider listening to our other Pathfinder 2e show, The Hideous Laughter Podcast, and supporting us on Patreon, where you can get exclusive access to our other actual play content.